0: Hey everybody and welcome to Tailgate Talks. This is week 85 and you are listening to the Tailgate where this week we will be discussing strictly the NBA playoffs and what's going on in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. If you want to check out what we got going on in Club Red, be sure to do that. Uh, You can follow us on Apple and Spotify Uh, To listen to both the Club Red and the Tellgate, make sure you are giving us those five-star ratings and hit us with that review on Apple. You can also follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Tellgate underscore Talks. You can follow our personal accounts too. Follow Dustin at DustinWimmer22 and myself at Calvin B. Barrett. Uh, We also are on Instagram and Facebook. And we also have a YouTube channel where you can uh, catch bite-sized clips from uh, the usually from Club Red if you want to check out last week's video of Dustin talking about his dream with Fardaz Amik uh, go do that uh, catch a little two minute video real quick hear that story you can also email us if you have any comments questions or anything you want to add to the show you can email us at pod at gmail.com so let's get into this week's tailgate <laughs> Well, Dustin, we are well into the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. It has not been a super entertaining round so far from both series. Uh, in fact, the last time we had a game that ended within five points, you have to go back to the second round, uh, game five of Bucks versus Celtics, <laughs> which was two weeks ago. Uh, after that, it's been pretty much blow after blowout. Um, the Western Conference Finals between the Mavericks and the Warriors. There's been some close games that have definitely come down to the last couple minutes, but ultimately had the Warriors pull away for a comfortable win there. Uh, the Warriors taking a commanding 3 to nothing lead. Uh, as we speak here tonight, they are currently in the midst of Game 4. I think the first quarter has just come to an end. We'll update the score on that later. But Dustin, you look dejected. As every Mavs fan should feel, we came in confident thinking we both picked the Mavs to win this series. Uh, But so far, it has gone quite the opposite. The Warriors have been uh, dominating. Uh, They have led all teams in the playoffs with points in the paint, which is interesting. When you think of a Warriors team, you kind of think of shooting with Steph, Clay, the emergence of Jordan Poole, um, Andrew Wiggins, uh, who is also making a name for himself this playoffs. He's He's had himself... Quite the playoffs, he has a plus-122 in his plus-minus so far this postseason. He's been a problem for the Mavericks. He had that epic dunk over Luka Doncic in Game 3. The Mavs, however, have not been helping themselves out. They're shooting 32% on open threes so far this series compared to the 40% that they were shooting against the Suns. They've also been severely out-rebounded this series. For the whole playoffs, bit, they've been out-rebounded by 140, so that's uh, not good. Um, but Luka has been putting up numbers. He had a 40-point outing in Game 3. He's now up to eight 40-point performances, uh, playoff performances in his career, which is now one more than uh, the Dirk Nowitzki. So, Dustin, all of that said, it's been a very lopsided series so far. What are your thoughts right now on this seemingly over series
1: yeah by the time y'all hear this this will be, series will probably be over i mean i expect mavs maybe to win game four and then get gentlemen swept game five uh he just don't have enough firepower like you mentioned luca's doing everything he can he's averaging like 34 36 points this series i mean he's making all his shots he's trying to do everything and he's doing it well, and Jalen Brunson's playing well. But then after that, it drops off really hard. Um, and you're definitely not going to win games with guys like Reggie Bullock, who's a starter, and you need to at least double-digit points from, puts up a fat zero, you know, must-win game in that game three. Like They just don't have enough of the role guys at a high enough level and consistency to keep up. I know that's what, like – You know, shot them over the Suns last series. It was literally by Maxie and Bullock and Dorian Finney Smith, like making all their shots. Well, now those guys are not. Like, their floor is way too low at this level of the postseason. Whereas, not the case for the Warriors. Whereas, you got obviously Clay, Steph doing their thing. Even Looney's playing well. But then Andrew Wiggins acting like the all star he is. I know he's your favorite all-star but he's balling on the offensive end but he's also d'ing up luca really well i know luca's going off but he's making luca work for a lot of his stuff um and that's that's half of it like you just, wiggins we just he's gonna get his points we just need you to make him work for it and i can't sit there and watch a game you mentioned this in your rundown they can't get a freaking rebound
0: yeah, it, it's like, been And brutal. it's not
1: just Draymond. Wiggins is crushing the offensive rebounds and putbacks, and Looney's crushing them. It's everybody. Like They can't get a freaking offensive or a de- defensive rebound to save their lives to get the Warriors out of that possession. And yeah. there's just so many things. They can't make shots. They can't rebound. The role players are not even playing to an average position. Yeah. And there's just not enough around Luka at this level to keep up with the Warriors. And I thought that was going to not be the case. Um, but I guess the lights are a little too bright for Dorian Finney and Reggie Bullock and that that group of dudes. Like It's too bright for them, I guess.
0: And the guy you didn't mention there, Maxi Kleber, who was a key to your series as you start, he's just not even shooting the ball. Nope. He's like gotten scared of shooting the yeah. three ball. He's not even pulling the trigger. Um, yeah, it it has come down to the role guys. Like Steph's had a good series.
1: But nothing like crazy. I mean, he's not 100%. like going off. He's made a few like of those Steph shots, but like he's not dominating like Luca is. And he's done that. Yeah, three. it's
0: it's your guys like Andrew Wiggins having that huge game three. It's Jordan Poole in game two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um who's quickly rising up my charts of most annoying warriors. Uh, I just oh, find him sure very annoying to watch. He's very flailly. He travels a shit ton. If you watch like him catch the ball, he pretty much almost always travels, and then he talks a lot of shit uh, too. And it's kind of bizarre to me because I don't think without the Warriors having Steph and all that, I don't really think he's much in the NBA right now. Yeah. I think he is made by the Warriors, and yeah. I think he will go on to have a nice career because of that. But um, uh, he's gotten annoying to me, but they've all played well. And then Looney, who's come out of nowhere, who's a guy I had forgotten about, and he's just right. keeping possessions alive. Huge possessions down the stretch where the Mavs needed stops in game two uh, and stops in game three and he's able to get a rebound and and grab another possession or kick it out to an open warrior for a three. And so it's just kind of been the other guys for the Warriors who have really stepped up and outperformed the other guys from the Mavs, and like you said, it's just been a really disappointing series from all of those guys so far. Um, you know, Brunson stepped up and had his moments. He's had some good games. He's scoring. Dinwiddie had a nice game three, uh, but other than that, it's just pretty non-existent from just about every other Maverick player. And then on top of that, they're known for their defense, and they're not playing good defense at all. The Warriors are just having their way uh, with this defense. You know, you need to stop. They're getting to three off they're you're, they're getting right to the basket um and we knew this the Warriors offense was going to cause problems it's definitely more difficult to guard than the Suns and the Jazz yeah, sure um I mean they've just made it look pretty easy against this Mavs defense yeah I
1: mean it's disappointing but also in retrospect like we didn't expect the Mavs to make it and be here and make it be this far so like don't get too crushed about like well they didn't show up against the warriors well at least they showed up against the suns and won that game like they're one of the final four teams so you can brag about that for a little bit and I mean we've mentioned this in the past and talking about you know ending seasons and compared to expectations how that leads to your uh offseason moves and I think this I think accelerates the what the program and plan was. Uh, I think it was going to be like another two or three year type plan. Now it's a, Hey, we can do this next year type plan. Uh, Yeah. So I think it's a good thing that they made it this far, even if they get crushed um, in five games or whatever. It was disappointing to see that that game two up 20 shot the lights out in the first half. And then you come out with a 13 point third quarter. And we talked about that in the Sun Series, how it was always one quarter that ruined every one of those games for the Mavs. And there it was. like.
0: Yeah. And the Warriors 5 in the third quarter, That's the third quarter Warriors are right. a thing. And you can't have that bad of a quarter. And it's been every – You can't blow
1: that good of a first half in game yeah. on the road in this. Like You can't do that. Like, man – that was really disappointing and kind of I think sucked the life out of you, because man, if you come back to Dallas one-one, now like you have a chance to win this game tonight, go back two-to-two, two, three-game series, just like you did against Phoenix, like you're right there in it, and then you blew it in less than a quarter pretty much, and it was it was over before the fourth quarter started because they were already up double digits almost.
0: It was. However, right now the Mavs are in control of game four. I kind of think we both expected them to at least get one out of this. They currently lead 48-33 to 33 in the second quarter. Can they do the opposite of what they did in game two? Can they hold on to this lead? Vinny Smith and, showed
1: up tonight. He's got 11 already before halftime.
0: Yeah. Bullock's so got nine. Players, the role players seem like they're showing up in this game. Um, You know, you also had that Reggie Bullock performance where he was like 0 for 10 from the field. Better late than
1: never. Thanks for coming out, Reggie.
0: And so it's just been a brutal series so far for the Mavs. Maybe they can steal one tonight. Um, But this Warriors team is really clicking right now. Uh, Everybody's playing well. Steph's playing pretty good. Yeah. Draymond's doing, you know, his normal annoying bullshit (laughs) that he gets away with every game. You got guys like Jordan Poole, Kevin Looney, Andrew Wiggins stepping up and, and making plays for them. So, yeah, uh, looks like we've got uh, Warriors uh, headed to the finals. Uh, but yeah. if anything uh, happens, we will, you know, discuss next um, week on the pod. But it looks like it might be over for the Mavs. In the Eastern Conference, we have a tied series. Uh, the Boston Celtics evened up the series with a dominating game four win, tying the series at two. Uh, this has been a weird series. we been oh going back and, forth, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Uh, none of these games have been close. It's been blowout, 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 blowout. Um, really just kind of bizarre. Uh, just to take in the series for, uh, here's some stuff for you. The lead changes in this series so far, in the first 27 minutes of this Series, there's been three lead changes in the last 165 minutes of the series there's only been one lead change so it's basically starting at the very beginning with the back and forth and then from there it's just whoever grabs that quick lead is uh, leading the rest of the game and dominating Uh, the celtics have won all but three quarters so far (laughs) through this series and the series is tied at two um, you know, the two quarters that the he had won prior to game four, uh, they were in such dominating fashion that they went on to win those games. Um, so far the Celtics throughout this playoffs, they're seven and0 in even numbered games. Uh, and they're five and0 in games after a loss because Jason Tatum is scoring 32.6 points per games after they lose. Uh, some other little tidbits, Bam out of bio, one of the best players for the Heat. Well, he had 31 points in Game 3, but the key to that 31 was that Robert Williams was not on the court. When Robert Williams is playing for the Celtics, Bam's only averaging 8 points per game. That's quite the drastic change there. Uh, and it's also been a tough injury-riddled series as Marcus Smarts missed multiple games, Tyler Hero missed a game, Jimmy Butler has kind of gotten dinged up. Um, other guys are getting dinged up. So it's been a physical series, kind of what we expected. Dustin, what have you thought so far about uh, this slugfest between the Celtics and the Heat?
1: Yeah, the injuries is going to dominate this series. And literally it's like, who's going to make shots this game and who's not? Because that's why right. these games have been so swayed in one direction and not even close. Is because literally like game three, the Heat were making everything. And in game four, they were not making anything and the Celtics were making
0: everything. Yeah, it's like, who's making their threes tonight? Okay, I'm going to go to bed and
1: win. Yeah, like I said, on Monday night, game four, we had some crazy storms rolling in. I didn't even get to watch the game because the weather guy was on. Ron Roberts, I got to watch three hours of him, you know, having a boner about a storm rolling in instead of watching Jalen and the Celtics kind of roll. Another weird thing, like, about the injuries, like, is, is Marcus Smart going to play, or is he not going to play today? <laughs> like, you never know. Is Al Horford good? Is, uh, like, now Jimmy Butler's hurt? Um, obviously, uh, oh, what Tyler Hero being hurt is a big loss for the Heat we saw last night because Duncan Robinson can't play defense at all, and Tyler Hero does a little bit at least. And so that was a huge drop-off in that spot because Duncan hadn't been playing because is way better on defense yeah. with about the same offense. Um, so the fact that Duncan's got to get a lot more minutes and Hero's not there, that was a big drop in game four. So kind of why you saw that. But, like, from here out, you know, how these games have gone with injuries and sweat, I don't know. Dude, like, yeah. I don't know. And then you'll have a guy go down like the Celtics did. Like, what was that, game three or four? Uh, yeah, game, game three, three, like, smart and yeah. – tatum both went down and then looked like they were gonna be out for the game and literally came back five minutes later like i don't know who's out who's playing who's gonna make shots who's not it's so frustrating kind of but it's also intriguing because you're this close to an nba finals appearance (laughs) like this is a big deal
0: (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i can remember like a conference finals series being
1: this. This is like first round shit.
0: (laughs) It just makes no sense. You know, Max Struess, he had a 15 trill in game four. 15 minutes, zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero, like zeros all aboard. Um, And after he hit like a huge dagger in game three to help kind of solidify that win for them. It's just so bizarre seeing yeah, bizarre uh, is the right word. There's like like you said, it's just, you know, throwing caution to the wind when you're picking the series. You have no idea what team's gonna show up. Um, and so it's been interesting. Series is tied with it heading back to Miami for a game five, uh, like we talked about, it's hard to predict, but Dustin, who do you see prevailing? Who do you see coming away with this? Do you think that the Celtics leading most of the quarters, uh, shows that they have the advantage, or do you no. think the Heat <laughs> winning two games despite only winning three quarters gives that's a, them? That's the a advantage.
1: fun stat. I like that. You know, I like those crazy, stupid stats like that. But obviously, that hasn't worked out for them. You know, that's kind of <laughs> like the Mavericks game three. Oh yeah, they did so good in these quarters, but they got blown out in the third quarter, yeah. and decided the game. But I'm gonna still go Celtics. I think. Injuries or not, they're probably still the best team on the floor, um, and they obviously have the best player. Tatum's been crazy all playoffs, honestly. And I think yeah, I think last night in that game four, he had twenty some in the first half. And I think that's like the fifth time he's done that this postseason, like something stupid like that. Like he's very quickly becoming one of the best players in the league and making it known, like, hey, I can do this on both ends, and I'm really good. I think he's a little head up on Jimmy Butler and who's better because he can do it. He can shoot it a little better. So I'll go Celtics literally just for Jason Tatum.
0: Yeah, um, I think the same. I, I do think they are the better team right now in this series. I think they have more guys you can trust. Uh, to get the job done, you know, I think I'm taking, if you know, you're picking back and forth, I'm definitely taking more Celtics first than I am a Heat player. So, um, and, and Jimmy Butler is pretty dinged up, and we don't know what you're getting from Tyler Hero. And it seems like Robert Williams solves the bam out of bio problem. So, Uh, it just kind of figure out who's going to step up for the Heat and I just see more players stepping up for the Celtics so uh, I think we are on our way to a Celtics Warriors NBA Finals that's awesome uh, which would be very fun they have pretty solid games against each other uh, in the past so uh, would be interesting to see that but of course there still is series left to be played Uh, who knows (laughs) maybe the Heat come out dominate game five and All of a sudden, it looks like the Heat are going to win this series. Who knows? The one thing we do know is that it looks like the Warriors are heading to the finals. So uh, catch us next week in the NBA where we uh, recap uh, the Eastern-Western Conference Finals and get ready for the NBA Finals, which start June 2nd. So um, we will preview all of that for you. Uh, That's pretty much all we got for this week Uh, in the tailgate as there's really not a whole lot going on. NFL news is slow right now. Um, Baseball's baseball. Uh, So uh, let's go ahead and get into this week's shot bets. We're good. streaking! Last week's shot bets, we had a couple of uh, bad games for me and Dustin here. Uh, game two, Mavs and Warriors. I think we were both pulling for the Mavs to even that series up. Looked like they were going to get the job done, but as we talked about before, that third quarter collapse, uh, and then the Warriors pull it out in the fourth quarter, giving us the loss there. Uh, so add one to our total. And then... Shot bet number two was game three of Celtics versus Heat. We both went Celtics thinking the home court advantage, better team, and that completely went to shit. Just, uh, you know, like we talked about with this bizarre series, it's hard to predict right now, so that costs us as well. Uh, So we both add one shot or two shots to our total. Uh, Right now I have six, Dustin has seven. Dustin is back to drinking though, so his number didn't get too dra- out of hand in that month yeah, without right drinking. Till me. So, so good job, Dustin, to that. So hopefully soon we can start knocking down some of those shot bets. Um, shot bets for this week. Uh, if if the Mavs are able to pull this game out, uh, we will be doing game five of Mavs Warriors, which would be Thursday. And then uh, second shot bet will be game six of Celtics Heat, which we know is guaranteed. That one, you know, good luck to both of us (laughs) once we get to that shot I'm just going
1: to flip a coin for that one, to be honest. I'll video (laughs) it. Heads will be Heat for the home team. Tails will be Celtics. We'll just decide on a coin flip.
0: And that's probably the best way of doing it because – like, I, everything that we have predicted has just gone opposite. So, um, so uh, you know, sorry, Mavs, for that. If, we probably, if we'd have picked the Warriors, Mavs probably would have won that game. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but, Dustin, you got a final shot for us this week.
1: No, no tailgate final shot. I used mine over in Club Red for Mito.
0: Mito, in case you missed it, a Red Raider alum had the chance to yes, win yes. the PGA Championship, was very close to it. It all fell apart on the last hole. Um, so, uh, tough, tough for our guy, Mito. Uh, my is a fun name to say. Mito! Mito! It is very fun. It's one of those that you can say with a lot of exclamation marks and everybody's just like, yeah, Mito! Um, my final shot is going to be Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox. And we're not saying it. We're not saying it till June 28th. Uh, is the date that you know Red Sox fans in the know have picked. But we are slowly picking up steam here. We've won five games in a row. Trevor Story is starting to actually play baseball for the Red Sox. He uh, had a three-home run game last week, followed that up with a grand slam in the next week, uh, hit a three-run home run tonight, won AL Player of the Week. Uh, he's looking back. The offense is looking back. You've got pitchers coming off the IL, or injured list I think is what they call it now. So the Red Sox starting to play good baseball. And if you just you know, if you didn't blow nine saves to start the season you probably you probably would be in a much better position than you are. Uh, but you're slowly clawing back. You're starting to get some performances from all over that are much needed. So enjoying uh, watching the Red Sox. Um, and uh, anything baseball you want to add here, Dustin?
1: No. No. <laughs> it's still only month two it's so early. Literally the best games that are going to be played in the Rangers ballpark all year are happening in the Big 12 tournament this weekend. This weekend.
0: weekend. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's still early. Uh, the Red Sox are creeping in, but it's such a tough division. Uh, three teams all over five. You know, 500 records with the Blue Jays. The Rays and the Yankees all playing pretty good baseball, so still a big mountain to climb. But we're actually playing winning baseball now, so that's fun. Um, And that'll do it for this week in the tailgate. Uh, Appreciate you listening, and make sure you go check out our Club Red episode this week where we discuss tech baseball heading to the Big 12 tournament, a little tech basketball news. Uh, Make sure to listen to all that. You're following us on Apple and Spotify Follow the tailgate there. Give the tailgate that five-star rating. We'll greatly appreciate that. Also, follow the tailgate on social media. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. And most importantly, follow us on Twitter, where we do most of our interacting, at tailgate underscore talks there. And that'll do it for this week. And as always, we will catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace.